Loading artists. Audio inside. Loading artists. Audio inside. Oh, it's Artcast, it's Artcast, it's Artcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen by your easel, maybe you can grab a chair. Or even take it with you like you ain't got no care. Loading artists. Audio inside. Loading artists. Audio inside. So sit back and relax and grab your headphones too. Adjust your volume, it's Artcast. Philip J. Mellon welcomes you, so sit back, oh yeah, it's Artcast, loading artists, audio inside, loading artists, audio inside, Let me, uh, let me just welcome you to Oddcast, Jennifer. Okay, thanks, Philip. Uh, thank you for having me. Nice that we, we see your studio behind you, or at least I do. <laughs> yeah, I guess the viewers won't see that, huh? Or the uh, listeners. <laughs> right, right. So I guess we'll just go into the question. Sure. <laughs> okay. What were some of your early experiences with painting, and when do you feel like you got serious about it? Okay. Um, with painting painting and art making, right? Just kind of... Yeah, know, just, I just call everything painting for some yeah. reason. <laughs> okay, because you're a painter, right? <laughs> um, okay, well, this is, I don't know, it's kind of a funny question, um, you know, because I was thinking about this one ahead of time. Uh, you know, you know, it could, it, could, it could be a really long answer <laughs> or, or not. Um, but, you know, I mean, I started making art from, and I think a lot with a lot of people it's probably true, started making art since I was a little tiny kid. Um, so, I mean, I can remember as young as three years old, um, you know, just sitting and just drawing all day long. You know, I, I used to, um, uh, my parents were divorced and I used to go to my dad's in the summer and I would just sit at the kitchen counter for hours and hours drawing on graph paper. Um, you know, and I did that, you know, all when I was really young and, and my mom was really encouraging of me, um, making art. So she enrolled me in, you know, after school classes, like, you know, from a very young age, I would say starting in kindergarten or so I was like in uh, museum, uh, after school programs and stuff like that, you know, making my own paper and like doing all kinds of things, you know? So, um, you know, from an early age, I felt like I, I, I mean, you know, I don't know how serious you can be about something when you're seven, but, <laughs> you know, but in a way I was serious about it because I really like was really into it, you know, and my art teachers really, um, you know, I kind of bonded with them and they encouraged me a lot. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um, but then I feel like I went through a phase when I was a little bit older, um, like maybe around junior high or something where I was just like, eh, I don't, this is not for me. I'm not doing this. And like, and it was really funny because a lot of it um, had to do with the fact that, that um, you know, I think there again, when you're little, of course you come up with all these dreams and ideas of what you want to be when you grow up and, and everyone has outlandish things, you know, Oh, I want to be a, a fireman or like for me, it was like, I want to be a paleontologist for a while. And then it was, I want to be an actress. And then it was, you know, different things like that. But like, for me, it was always, I want to be an artist. And then 
then there came this period of time where I was like, no, I don't want to be an artist because I think that some, some adult somewhere along the way told me you will never make any money at this. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be poor when I grow up. Like, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I went through this phase of sort of rejecting the idea of being an artist. Um, but I got really back into it much more when I was in high school, like early high school. Um, I just had a phenomenal art teacher from like, I would say fifth grade through, it was fifth grade through 12th grade, um, who, I mean, still inspires me. And um, so I guess I could say that, um, you know, that I was serious-ish about it, even in high school. Um, and, uh, but, but I think I've had my, my ups and downs with it, you know, at, at times yeah, yeah. feeling more committed than others, you know, and definitely have had periods of time where there was a lull and making or whatever, or I was doing some other activity, you know. So, um, yeah, maybe that was a little bit of a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I was pretty I was pretty focused on it. I guess it was like in early high school. It was interesting because I was also interested in music, and I um, always uh, was in choir and things like that when I was little. And um, and I remember in high school they made us choose uh, whether we were going to take art or choir um, our freshman year, which was just, you know, a mess for me because I was really in a choir too. And we were, I was actually, we had a, you know, a choir that was like, um, we, we were like competitive, you know, and, and we, and then even individually I went out and did like regional competitions and things like that. Um, so it was like a weird thing to have to choose between. Um and then I remember also during that time period, I was um, started getting into making music on my own. Like I played instruments and I would play in bands with my friends and things like that. So, so there was a period of time where I really thought like maybe music would be more my thing. Um, but this might sound weird, but and it's definitely going to date me. But it's like, <laughs> but um, around that time was when uh, Nirvana was getting to be like very popular, you know, and I really, really loved them. And I remember finding out that Kurt Cobain still painted and that actually, oh, wow. yeah. to be honest, it may sound strange, but that really flipped some switch in my head where I was like, oh, I want to, I want to pursue this. I want to be a painter. Like, like I guess seeing that someone could do both, you know, or or that, yeah. or, or that that was like a cool thing to do in your adulthood. I have no idea. <laughs> but or yeah. like just hearing that probably just opened up like more possibilities for you. I imagine. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I think it was both. just yeah, yeah, just thinking about. Yes, like the possibilities of what I could do as an adult and like what I could pursue and that, you know, it didn't have to be any one thing. But um, but it is funny that I, I did pursue music. I felt, you know, kind of like music and art, like for a long time. Um, and then, you know, now I'm not I'm not really playing music anymore because I finally came to this realization, like, you know, and not to say that we'll never like go back to it again. But it's just I, I finally came to this realization, like art is definitely like. It's my real passion, like the thing that I will focus on for hours and hours and hours and and yeah. do anyway, like even, you know, because I always had a hard time like uh, talking myself into practicing when it came to like musical instruments, you know, it was like, oh, you got yeah. it, you know, but with art, it's different, so. It's, oh, cool. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, so I don't know if that answers your question fully. Like, like I, I mean, I guess when you start, when you say get serious about it, it's kind of like, uh. I know, it's, it might be a little open. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just when it became a little bit like a bigger part of your life, yeah. then, you know, and, and when that happened. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess thinking that way, I guess I could say, like, it's much, much more become, 
you know, I mean, I did. I went through undergrad and I went through my MFA and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, like, there was some focus on it then. But it's at this point, you know, I moved to New York about five years ago. And, like, at this point, I feel like it's really finally become just, like, very much a part of my life. You know what I mean? Like, more more focus. Yeah. So maybe that's really the, the answer. But I don't know. <laughs> well, it's been, uh, it's been curing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So... What feeds your work more? Would you say your other work, looking at art, life experiences, or something other than those things? Um, well, um, I mean, I would say definitely now, um, just living in the city and being surrounded by lots of other artists, I would say that, um, you know, kind of that energy of being surrounded by a lot of makers really fuels me, for sure. Um, uh, seeing a lot of other people's work and things like that, um, and having dialogues like this, you know, and, and you know, uh, I mean, because at this point, um, I live in Bushwick, and there's a really nice community here of, you know, people that, you know, that I meet up with for, for crit groups, and, and, you know, and that I see at openings, and, you know, all these different kinds of things, um, so, you know, that really fuels me, I mean, just, just being surrounded by people that, are always interested in talking about art, making art, you know, whatever it may be, um, supporting each other, you know. Um, so that really fuels me, like, just personally, like, as a maker. Um, but I would say in terms of my art, um, you know, there are a lot of things that fuel it or influence it. Um, and, you know, like I said, certainly seeing other people's work um, is, is a big influence. Um, I think the city itself is a big influence on me right now. I'm really interested in, in the urban landscape just in general, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah and I feel like I'm always kind of like reacting to it and um yeah i mean i i i love graffiti like i'm always when i'm just yeah so even if i'm just walking around the neighborhood or something like that um or i mean anywhere in new york there's graffiti everywhere but (laughs) um but especially over here in a more because i'm uh my studio is in a more industrial area you know um you know i see all this graffiti on the street and 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 it's funny to me too because i photograph it a lot of times and then later i see it showing up in my work. I see the color palette showing up. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see some of the gestures and, you know, different things like that. Um, so I think definitely that influences me. Um, and I'm starting to realize more lately also that not just the urban landscape um, influences me, but also the natural landscape um, yeah. here in the city, which may sound strange, um, but I think a lot of times people forget that, um, you know, uh, this is an island, you know? I mean, it's still, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though a lot of, you know, the vegetation and stuff has been mowed down for, for buildings and things like that, it's still, um, you know, there are these beautiful sunsets and there are, um, there's just an amazing quality of light here, uh, you know, and, um, you know, I, I just think, you know, all of that definitely, I, there again, I see it, I see it coming into my work, I see the colors of the sunsets coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it takes an artist to, like, really does take, like, an artist to, like, look past, like, the ugly urbanness and... and <laughs> but it's like that. I see it, you know. Like I, I'm from. I'm originally, you know, from Texas, and and you know, not that Texas isn't beautiful in certain places, but it's just, you know, I, I was always used to being in a very kind of like landlocked area with a very different, you know, landscape just in general, you know. Um, yeah. Um, you know, of, of the natural landscape and the landscape of, of you know population and urbanness or whatever. Um, so it's like it just fascinates me. Like it's, <laughs> you know. So it's funny you say, I don't know if you quite brought up the skyline, but of course, as you were speaking about where you live, 
it, yeah. it, I, I went to the skyline, you know, as far as the word in, in my head, and I was thinking about the imagery of your work. Yeah. And even though they're, they're sort of organic in their shapes, like the, the, if I can call them sculptures or, um, yeah. they, they could resemble a skyline. Oh, that's interesting. Like t- seeing, seeing, maybe seeing them, you know, in a line, in a set. Yeah. So to speak. And even though they are organic, but they have, you know, um, spires to them and, yeah. you know, they, they could be viewed as, um, you know, light, light and sky reflecting off of, you know, say mirrored skyscrapers or, yeah, that, I mean, that's actually a really cool observation, I think, you know. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, because I do think it's funny with a lot of, you know, and my sculptures are, it's kind of a newer thing that's happening because I've, I've, you know, um, historically been more of a 2D person. Um, and, you know, I've done everything from, you know, printmaking, graphic design, you know, all, all kinds of things, um, and painting, uh, collage. Um, but it's funny, it's like I think even when I'm sculpting, even when I'm working in these different mediums, I still feel that I'm like somehow like inherently a painter and, you know, just the, the, in the way that I work, you know, the way that I kind of bring elements together. Um, but it's interesting, um, you know, with the sculptures because yeah, it's, it's kind of a very new thing. Um, and I've been kind of obsessed with a certain shape. Like it's interesting. Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're kind of responding to that. Um, it's kind of like this triangular kind of, but kind of organic at times, like this shape and, and definitely, you know, I could see it, you know, kind of coming from the landscape at times, uh, or the urban landscape, you know, so that's, I mean, that's interesting, you know, that you. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're constructed like say an architectural model would be, or. Right. Would agree. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like even, um, it's funny because even like, you know, because I was saying that I kind of react to the urban landscape. I think, like, even seeing things like construction sites is really, <laughs> like, really yeah, yeah. Me, you know? So I think, like, maybe that's, that's where some of those original ideas for the wood stuff, like, came from. It's just, like, seeing all this detritus all the time and, like, wanting to, like, wanting to make sense of it or make, you know, make some kind of an order out of it, you know? And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's. That's interesting. Well, you seem like you pull up, uh, pull together a lot of different elements from what you're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, like you, you treat these like either side of the surface of the the the, the planes or sheets, so to speak. These 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 shape sheets and mm-hmm. and adhere them together. But on either side, you have like which which like a two dimensional like treatment, so to speak, with right. materials and paint and what have you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's it's it just I just find it an interesting presentation of you know two dimensional concerns with a three dimensional um, um, I can't think of the word like a three dimensional presentation. Did I say that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, and it's funny too because um, I mean it's nice to have these conversations, you know, because I, I can more you know think more and more solidify like you know where these things are coming from, you know, what they're yeah. about. But, yeah, I think it's – I also, you know, kind of tend to – I think of them, you know, definitely as planes in space. Um, but, you know, I have these kind of um, thoughts about about dimension and, and yeah, yeah. other dimensions. And, you know, so it's just kind of this weird thing going on. Like you They really – like, I, I know – I'm not a sculptor. I mean, I've done some three, three-dimensional three works, but yeah. – um, 
by no means do I make work in the round or, but I think if yours is in the round and if yeah. you walk around these things, I mean, it's like, like the images you sent to me with the, the three views. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if most sculpture really does this. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a painter, but, <laughs> <laughs> but when you walk around, oh, I, I imagine with the three views that you sent me, mm-hmm. they could very well be three different pieces and I wouldn't even know it. Right. You know, uh, you know, yeah. like where, whereas I don't, you know, I don't know that most culture really does that. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, 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 you know, that's funny, too, because, like, working in my studio, when I first started to kind of come up with these constructions, um, I didn't really have the ability to walk completely around them. So it's oh, okay. funny, the first time that I, like, was in, and actually it was at um, this the show, the do-it-yourself show that we had um, in right. June, I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, David David Miller had uh, chosen one of one of my sculptures to put in the show, and it was the first time that I got to see one of them on a pedestal and walk oh, cool. completely around it. You know, and and not that I wasn't aware that I was you know obviously doing completely different things on these panels, you know, but I wasn't completely aware that it would change completely as you walked around it because yeah. certain parts of the the shapes are hidden, you know, depending oh, on your, your yeah. viewpoint. So. Yeah, it was really interesting, um, and maybe in that sense, it's like, yeah, they're 3D, but you know, maybe in that sense, they do kind of play more to my ideas about other dimensions and things because they become yeah. more than three. Like, you know what I mean? It almost becomes more well. Yeah, it's really it's well, it's dynamic. I think it's um, yeah, I, I agree with the dimensions, and it, it's it appears that there's definitely more than three views that you can. I mean, the subtle shift of you know you 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 stand on one foot mm-hmm. and you stand on the other foot, you're still going to get, um, you know, there's two views right there. Yeah. So it's because you're not going to, you know, whether how level you are to the, this, how high the sculpture is. Yeah. And I'm sure this is, this is right with all sculpture, but I'm just, we're talking about you. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I'll go that way. Well, I mean, I, I do think like, yeah, and you're probably right that, um, and, and maybe, maybe I'm more impressed with it too because it's the same thing because I'm not traditionally, I haven't, I haven't had like a history of making sculptures. So I'm, I find it just so fascinating. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it looks different from a different point of view. Um, but I do think like cutting, like the fact that they're usually planes might like cut the space a bit more, you know what I mean? And make, and make the view change a bit more, like, you know, then maybe it would if something was very bulbous or, or, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> yeah. they're they're um, they're really um, three dimensional collage in a, in a sense. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like you lifted some shapes off of your paintings and just made them exist and right with, with the viewer, you know, in, in the space that we know or, or we that that we're in every day. Right. Um, and that's funny that you mentioned that, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because actually that is that was the original thought process in beginning to make the sculptures um, was this idea that I wanted um, the paintings to be like immersive worlds, and I wanted to start to bring elements of them like into dimensional space, you know, to kind of material them uh, in in our world in a sense, if you, you know, if you want to get um, yeah, you know, because I kind of think of them very ethereally, like, you know, almost as though they represent um, a, a mental space or, or emotional space or something that actually yeah. does exist in space, just not in our world, you know? So it's, it's, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> when creating a work, do you use any sketches of preliminary work in the process? Um, 
I liked this question because it made me think about what um, my process is, you know, a little bit more. Um, and um, actually, I typically don't use sketches. Um, and what I begin to realize is, like, a lot of the work I, is a sketch, you know. It's kind yeah, of yeah. like I'm doing something as I'm thinking of it, you know. And um, so, and I like to experiment a lot a lot and I like uh, I like to not rule things out you know so I like to just kind of keep making things until something starts to happen and yeah. then and then edit you know and then like discard things so um so yeah with the sculptures and the drawings um I started to realize that the drawings at times are uh they are kind of sketches for the sculptures but then vice versa it, beca- it becomes like oh, cool. yeah, yeah it becomes like a reciprocal thing where it's like I I draw something and then I make a sculpture sort of of it and then I go back to drawing and then I'm drawing the sculpture and then new things result from that so, yeah 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 so it's kind of it's kind of interesting yeah Oh, that's cool. Like, does it help to work on, say, sculptures and drawings at the same time? Like, in the same actual, like, sitting, or? Yeah, that actually does help. Um, And, like, I've always kind of been that way anyway in terms of needing to um, work on multiple things at one time. Um, And I think it's funny because, like, I once read, uh, Jasper Johns is actually a big, um, you know, favorite, long-time favorite artist of mine, you know. And, uh, but I looked at him probably a lot more when I was, you know, very young, like, early 20s, something like that. But um, I remember, I have, I mean, I have a monograph of his, and I remember reading something, like, about his process um, where, you know, they're talking about how, like, in his studio he would have, like, a thousand things started, and then he would literally just walk around and, and go, bloop, and put, like, a mark on something and walk away and yeah, yeah, something yeah. else and keep going like that. And that's kind of how I work. Like, I just put a bunch of work up, and I oh, just cool. – keep like adding to it and I just keep moving around and moving around until until like one of them is done so right, right, yeah yeah so it's uh yeah so so that's definitely that the sculptures and the drawings like right now I've been working on some simultaneously and like maybe this is the first time in a little while that I worked on them very simultaneously in the sense that I'm literally like going from the drawing to the sculpture like back and forth like all in the same yeah. very same period of time um and yeah it's, it's seems to be really feeling the process more so that's good oh cool yeah yeah so so what is the most experimental thing you've done to a work okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one uh this one is funny because it was like i had to look, like really rack my brain i'm like what is the most experimental thing i've done to something because <laughs> i feel like i'm always experimenting you know i'm just always um there are always like interventions in my work, like of some kind, you know? So it's like, um, you know, one of the most common ones that I tend to do is, um, because I do definitely, um, have a strong background or affinity with collage. Um, and so one of the the things that I typically do quite a bit is to just rip something up and, and like reassemble it, you know? So, I mean, that's probably the most like intense, you know, intervention I will have with the work, but I mean, you know, I don't know if I can call it that experimental, um, but I, I don't know. I'm always trying things. Like um, one of the ones I – a lot of them don't work, though. That's the thing. So it's kind of funny, like, because yeah, yeah. sometimes I, I'll forget that I tried something because it didn't work and I didn't do it again, you know. But um, one thing I did <laughs> – <laughs> yeah. You haven't done it again yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 until maybe I think of a way to actually make it work. Um, but there was one that I tried not that long ago that I kind of liked sound of it I didn't like the look of it but um I oh. <laughs> I put some ink in a bottle of uh, bubbles 
and was like blowing it on the paper like that. So oh, wow. yeah, so it was kind of interesting. It just didn't have a very impactful like presence. It was like very like like you could barely see the bubble. So I I haven't really done it again. But yeah, so that's one thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess other than that, um, I was trying to think. There was something else weird that I did not that long ago. Um. Oh well, sometimes I will like tape like a drawing implement to like a drill or something like that to try to get a different type of mark, you know? Like yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So so those are two two things. Uh, other things I've tried that haven't really worked were um, I wanted to like pin some draw drawings up just outside, like almost like graffiti style, but just like really normal drawings on paper. And I did try doing that um, really because I wanted to see if other people would write on them or what would happen to them, you know. Um, but I pinned a bunch of them up and they just fell down. <laughs> so that didn't work either. But I would like I to try it again. It. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Can you use three to five words to describe your work? Sure. I, I don't <laughs> I can. Uh, I don't know if they're that interesting, but okay. <laughs> um, go. 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 Okay. Um, so I guess I would just describe it as uh, experimental, obviously. <laughs> um, bold, expressive, um, playful. I mean, now it's it's more playful, much more playful than it ever used to be. So, yeah. I mean, maybe intense is another word. I feel like my mark making is pretty intense sometimes. So, yeah, it's funny how you 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 seem to um, uh, balance that with with I mean the intensity with say the sculptures and their their sort of those those shapes. I mean, they're, they're they could be menacing, but I mm-hmm. think that because of the the drawing material that's on them mm-hmm. and the color generally. Like it takes it away from being menacing and it makes it a little bit more fun. And then the the the, the drawing material, you know, as being aggressive or I'm not sure the word you use, I forget what. In, intense is what I. Intense, yeah. yeah, yeah. The intensity of the drawing material and painting is almost balanced by. So they they balance each other out, I think. Mm-hmm. That's you know. I feel like that's that kind of good to hear because like um, that comes back to my idea of um, you know originally a lot of the drawings I, I thought of them as. Um, a representation of mental space, you know, so it would be like this idea that all of that's happening in my brain. So like, I'm like angry and sad and emotional and everything. And then I'm also like jubilant, jubilant and, and, you know, excited. Yeah, yeah. And, you know what I mean? So it's like all of those things are there. So it's kind of nice to think they balance, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, like whatever, maybe like my brain. <laughs> What's that? I said, so maybe they actually balance in my brain too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I was actually, um, <laughs> I don't always do this, but sometimes, uh, an artist's work will, will, will bring a musician or, or a band, what have you, to mind. Oh, nice. And, yeah. And this time with, with your work, I just thought of Bjork. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and I was searching cause I, I don't know all of her albums, uh-huh. but I think I, I, I stopped with Post as far as being, like, really familiar with what she's done. Yeah. Actually, that's not true because Medulla came out and I listened to that a bunch. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, like I think it was Volta or Volta. Anyway, the one album that I've been listening to for the past couple of days that I feel like can, you know, speak to your work and vice versa mm-hmm. is the, um, what is it called? Um, bio, bio, 
Oh, what is it called? Crap. I feel like I have to write this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bio, biophilia, I think biophilia. it is. Biophilia, okay. I'm... Yeah, biophilia. Oh, you have to write this down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm not super familiar with her work, but... Yeah. Yeah, so what do you... It took me a second to remember that, because I, I looked at so many titles, and I had... Um, it's so funny how, like, to commit something to memory for me, I really have to, like, re- repeat. Yeah. And, you know, I can... I know it visually. Mm-hmm. Like, that word, biophilia, right. I think the reason why it probably clicked in my head is because I thought about it visually rather than, like, literally, like, you know, like... Yeah. I, I saw it... Ver- before, like, the, the memory of reading it came. Right, right. No, the, the, the visual memory of it, I don't know. <laughs> no, it kind of makes sense. I always see words in my head, too. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I see words in my head, too. That's how I remember them a lot. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so what, what about that album, like, specifically? Uh, it's just, like, I I think, that at first I thought Post. Who? Her, her album Post. Okay. With Hyper Ballad and, you know, um, um, which is one of my favorite songs in that album. But I thought it was too, like, too party. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think your work is very party. I mean, I, I love it. Like, it's, but it's not, like, party in the way of, um, like, it's not, it's a party versus, like, I think biophilia is more of a celebration. Okay. If you can d- differentiate between those two words. Cool. Uh, it's a little bit more, like, a little bit more free and respectful than, say, a party would be, okay. like. Know, like just a bunch of beer and people, you know, <laughs> bouncing around or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's nice. I mean, it's nice to think that it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it has the, like a an, an energy that's like good in some way. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. totally. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I usually do this later, but um, mm-hmm. but it always follows that question. And I, I'd like to say some other things if you don't mind. Sure. Okay. So in. And looking at the work, I just felt like the first thing I have that I jotted down was like it, it's kind of like bird-like, uh-huh. you know, like wing-like. Oh each, yeah. The, even each of the the points of view, you know, whether it's three or you know you take more than three, mm-hmm. it really um, like it like it could take off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I like and that. There, yeah. I think there's there's like this idea of a decorated bird, like or almost like a like not a pinata that you want to hit, but one that. <laughs> <laughs> what like a bird I don't know I don't know why I went to piñata <laughs> yeah but I don't know I can see piñata like because piñatas are very they're very playful and they're also kind of like absurd I sometimes I, I, I think my sculpture is a little bit absurd which I like okay. you know I, I don't know like I'm not in a bad way you know I don't know how oh that's a good word for your uh, for that question <laughs> there you go absurd yeah <laughs> so I also think of them as being optimistic okay oh that's nice. yeah yeah. Like, it's like there's energies coming from each of the points, I think. Uh-huh. Either they could be lightning rods or they could, like, actually produce a lightning ro- a, a lightning bolt themselves, like, you know, traveling, you know, uh, up rather than pulling one down. Right. <laughs> that, that makes any sense? But, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, and I, and I also talked about the energy, and I think you mentioned energy before. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then also what – I'm sorry? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't mean to steal the show here. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this is about me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're actually, like, each plane, uh-huh. like, surface picture plane, like, on the, the, the sculptures, I feel like they're – and this may go for a lot of art and the way that people receive it, but, like, I feel like they're mirrors for the viewer. Right. Um, like, as you walk around, you see a different part of yourself uh-huh. in uh-huh. the in the, the painting or dr- slash drawing that's on each each 
facets, yeah. or not facets really, but right. Well, but they're, I guess, they're kind of facets, yeah. Well, and if you think of them as some representation of of self or 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 other, as in someone else's self, you know, um, yeah, you could think of them as facets. I think I think that's interesting um, because you know, because back to that thing, my idea of them like representing almost different realities. So that's sort of a different. Yeah. Uh, that's the same idea. I mean, same uh, kind of playing field of, of an idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I guess back to some of your process. And uh, how do you get yourself out of creative block? Um, I just keep making stuff. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like this question too because I realize like what what happens is, and I think that's why. Um, I don't know. I've almost like it's not that I don't understand how people get creative block, but in some sense, like I don't, um, I don't get it because I don't. I just don't stop. I just keep making stuff, and and like some of it will be horrible, and I will throw it away. But <laughs> but I just keep making, and like and, yeah. and it can get really frustrating also because I think sometimes nothing good wants to come out. You know, I don't know if it's out of me or if it's out of the material that I have or what it is. I mean, I think most any artist can relate to the fact that depending on what day it is and what your energy level is and what your experience that morning was or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, some days you just have days that you're just on and some days you don't. And I feel like I, I just keep making stuff. Um, and then, and then if not, um, I will just, stare at things for a really long time. I, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I just, so it's like, I feel like I'm still, I'm still doing something, you know, but it's just right. like, so. You mean looking at your, at the, say, the piece you were just working on, or a group of them? Or? Yeah, it's usually like a group of them, and so sometimes that happens too, and it can be a bit frustrating, but I think that, um, you know, the wheels are still turning, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I'm not, like, directly, like, making something happen, you know, it's like I'm thinking about it, and eventually it'll come to me, you know, and depending on the piece, it might take a really long time. It might take months. I might keep having to come back and look at the same piece over and over, but I'll just leave it up until I feel like it's done, Um, until, except some of those pieces that just, sometimes they just, there's certain pieces, they, it's like they just have a mind of their own. They don't want to be anything more than what they are, you know, and yeah, you try to put them, the more they just fight back, you know. So there are those pieces <laughs> that you eventually walk away from or, like, it takes me forever, like, because I do have such a, like, I do think about um, uh, collage as sort of a means of working. Like, like, it's part of my means of working, you know. So it's hard for me to throw things away because I'm always thinking, well, maybe eventually I can oh. get back into something. But yeah, eventually I, I will throw them away. But um, but yeah, the short answer to that is yeah, I just I just keep making stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you kind of hinted at uh, this next question a little bit. But yeah. um, after having a let's say a good day in the studio, do you ever have have um, have to come down from that state before re- resuming like say normalcy, so to speak? Or yeah, uh, yeah, this is this is an interesting one too because um, I had to really think about it. I was like, do I do that? Um, yeah, I don't know because I think um, maybe in a way, um, but it, it's almost like a workout for me. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I just get I, I would get into a frenzy and like um, 
you know, there'll be a lot of activity, a lot of creating things. And, um, you know, especially if I'm working on large drawings, it, it is kind of physical, so it sort of makes sense. But I'll work myself up into a frenzy. I really will. But, like, when I leave the studio, I guess I don't think of it so much as, like, coming down because, like, the frenzy will, like, keep going for a while. Like, I go home and I start cleaning or, or you know, the kind, of thing, <laughs> the kind of things you do, like, when you get done with a workout. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a big, like, workout person. But, that, <laughs> but that, that, you know, it seems like the best comparison maybe I don't know yeah yeah so how would you define success this is really hard (laughs) (laughs) oh I don't know because I um uh you know just like most artists I mean I would eventually love to do this full time you know so there's some like uh always some thought in the back of my head of you know, that I'll feel really successful if I'm able to do that. You know what I mean? If I'm able to, to make a living from my work. Um, but obviously there are other types of success and other ways to measure success. Um, and if that was the only way I measured success, then I wouldn't be a very happy person right now, you know, because <laughs> cause I do have a day job and I, I you know, um, I'm not um, selling just a ton of work all the time. But um, maybe, you sh- maybe you should scratch that, actually. <laughs> I support all the time. No, just kidding. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> well, um, you know, but I don't, you know, I don't have gallery representation, so I think that's always like, you know, perhaps it becomes easier at that point. Um, anyway, so that's another maybe a another milestone of success or something. But um, I guess the way I have to look at it, and being someone that ha- that isn't like meeting my sort of like pragmatic goals in terms of what I'd like to happen with my art practice, um, in in regards to you know, know how it relates to my life or, or provides for me in my life um, you know uh, pragmatically um, I would have to say that I just feel successful if I'm getting into the studio a few days a week and if I'm making several new pieces a month you know what I mean like that feels successful to me um, you know but certainly you know the more shows that I can be in and the, the more people can see, see my work um, you know, that feels more and more successful, you know what I mean? Because ultimately, and I would think there again, most artists probably feel similarly. I mean, but I, I don't know exactly. I mean, like for me, it's like my work is ultimately about, about a conversation with other people. And if people aren't seeing it, then, you know what I mean? Then it's not doing, it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing, you know? So, so yeah, the more I'm showing, the more successful I feel at what I'm aiming to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does that does that make sense? Like <laughs> No, totally. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So what do you feel artists have in common in the way that they are driven to create? Oh, I kind of love this question, too. And actually, it's funny because I was telling you that I um, was talking with some artists yesterday um, as part of a, a different podcast that hasn't been released yet. But um, we, uh, okay. we, we talked about – we touched on this. It, it, it wasn't a question that we had, but it was – the conversation went in this direction, I feel. Um, and um, it's – I just think it boils down to, um, I mean, and this is, it's funny, this is something that came out of our conversation, is the fact that it kind of boils down to, um, that I think most artists feel a calling towards what they're doing, you know, um, uh, and, you know, because it's interesting we talk about success and things like that, so of course we start to talk about, you know, commodification and, and you know, pragmatism and how, how 
you know, your art is an object and, you know, how it's marketable and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, like, I think when it comes down to it, um, you know, a lot of artists view their art as something that they would do anyway, you know? And I think most of us pursue it, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that most of us pursue it as, as a career because that's a way to actually um, uh, sustain it. You know, because if you can make money from it, then you can do it more, right? And you can do yeah. it more often and, and, and that kind of thing. So I think that, like, you know, obviously it's taught as a discipline and school as well. And so, you know, therefore it's, it's something, you know, that, that if, if you went to school for art, um, you know, that you, um, you're going to approach it that way. You're going to think of it that way, you know, as a discipline, as a career, you know. Um, but but I think when it comes down to it, like like, like this is just something that I do. This is who I am, yeah. and yeah. So it's kind of like a weird thing. So I mean, I think it's weird to put in that using that word for something such as uh, you know creating work, mm-hmm. that art, painting, what have you. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I call it a career. It's like huh? like it turned your head because you never considered it. That yeah. Do you feel the same way? You kind of never thought of it really. It's odd when. Yeah, because you you kind of you know you, you're you're working and you're working and you're working or you, you you try to work as much as you can yeah. and because of that you know that that calling like you spoke of mm-hmm. you don't pick up your head and and give it such a title you know because I think that like maybe maybe this is just me but like the the, the in our practice is you trying not to put something in a box like yeah. you're actually trying to take it out of the box right oh that's good so. Yeah. So, that, like, and they call that a career. It's like putting it in another box. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a That's kind of true. I, I, I love that. I love that, like, digging it out of a box. Yeah, no kidding. Because you're, you're, it's ultimately, you're searching for something. It's like, I mean, and I see it as, like, you know, it's the journey. It's not the, the destination, you know, because, like, what you're doing is, is, is a constant um, inquiry. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. in a way, you know, the best thing to liken it to is, like, being a scientist or something. You know, you're, you're basically... And I think, oh, hey, maybe I do have an artist quote because there's a, a John Cage quote. I'm probably not going to quote it exactly, um, but John Cage said um, something about um, how the point of making art is not to answer questions, it's to ask them. You know, yeah. so, so it's like the, the more that you answer your own questions in your process, it just brings more questions. You know what I mean? So you yeah. keep going and you're kind of following this, this path, you know, and you're um, – so it's a constant journey. It's not, it's not a destination. So it, it is hard to think of things in, like, a, a pragmatic sense, you know. But, you know, obviously, like, in our capitalistic society, everyone wants to put things in a box and label it and monetize it and um, measure it and, you know, and, it, and it's kind of yeah. something that you can't do that with, you know. And Yeah, that's just, like, you know, it's something that you, you know, you can hold and you can't hold this to me. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good, I mean, that's a good point, yeah. I mean, and, and even if at times the product of your, you know, uh, of your inquiry and your experimentation and your, your journey, even if at times it produces an object, I mean, that object is not really, it's not really the point of it, you know? If that yeah, yeah, sense, yeah, Like, it's like it is and it isn't, you know? It's like, I don't it's know. It's one piece of evidence. It's a piece of evidence. You're exactly right. There you go. Exhibit. I may have heard that. I can't take credit for that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but if no one calls me on it, I'll take credit for it. Okay, good. <laughs> there you go. So to finish things out, like, who are some of your favorite artists? Like, I guess, past, present? Yeah, okay. I feel like 
it's funny. I'm going to say this for every question. This is a hard question. <laughs> These are all hard questions, even though I have so much to say about every one of them. Um, let's see. So for this one, I feel this one's a little hard because, like, my go-to thing is that I want to tell you about artists that I historically have loved, you know, um, which is just easier. Um, but I want to start by saying that I'm presently so much more impressed and moved and interested and um, influenced by the work of the artists around me, you know what I mean, um, of, of all my friends and colleagues, you know, um, I guess I could start naming people, but <laughs> I'm like, um, but I don't know, um, I don't know if I should do that, but anyway, <laughs> so I, I guess I'll just name some of his I'll just list them all. Like, give me a hundred. Everybody. But anyways, um, so, but like, I guess historically, like artists, you know, that I always loved a lot. I, I'm a big Ava Hess fan, um, which probably makes sense in my like 2D, 3D investigation. Cause I, I, well, I don't know, perhaps not everyone knows this, but she definitely started out very 2D and then things were like entered a hybrid mode, which I think some of my work has where it's like, it's still on the wall, but it's sort of 3D, you know? So it's like, she had kind of a phase like that, um, which I really always kind of, um, had an affinity with. Um, and then I, I mentioned, you know, Jasper Johns earlier, he was like, always a big influence on me, like, in, especially in my early years when I was, like, primarily a painter, um, which is interesting because I ended up studying graphic design um, also. Um, so it just kind of makes sense because he was he always had, like, an interest in, you know, typography and numbers, yeah. you know what I mean, things like that. So, yeah. So there's that. And um, oh, I actually really love Christopher Wool. Um, I mean, there's a lot of art thinkers that I love, like, Whose work is nothing like mine, but I love, like, Hans Hock and, um, you know, uh, Jenny Holzer, Donald Judd. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are just, just a few. Uh, nice. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was really nice talking to you. And yeah, definitely. Thank you. Hopefully it, um, it, you know, hopefully it was uh, good for the studio practice for you. Yeah, no, I think I think it was a good conversation. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, good luck with your podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. This has been Oddcast. Thank you from me, your host, Philip J. Mellon. Keep the dialogue going.